0: Welcome to the Swike Podcast, the only podcast that shares the stuff you didn't know you needed to know about jobs, careers, and life. The Swike Podcast, the stuff I wish I knew earlier. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier, the podcast. Today we have a special mentor corner episode and we're joined here by Aram and I'll let her do her introduction in a little bit. But I wanted to bring her aboard because she's got a great background in, in nursing and uh, with all the stuff going around these days, it'd be great to get some of her perspectives in terms of all the stuff that's happening. Plus learn a little bit more about her background and the stuff that she was, she knew earlier when growing up. So Aram, if you d- don't mind doing the honors and telling us a little bit about yourself, like, what are you doing now? And and what were you like uh, growing up as a kid? And and how did you get to this point in your life?
1: Well, first off, I just want to thank you so much for having me on the show. It's a it's a great pleasure. Um, so a little bit about what I do is I'm a registered nurse, and most of my services are highly focused on emergency resuscitation, and trauma medicine. So basically, we take care of uh, very ill, critically ill patients.
0: That's great. And, and was that always something that you wanted to do when you were growing up? So um, I think uh, you, you mentioned that uh, as a kid, that was kind of something that, that uh, you started early enough. And, and, and how did you end up taking that road uh, to get to where you are right now?
1: So as a child, um, you know, my father took me over to the toy store one time, I remember. And he was like, OK, why don't you just pick what you want? And I remember and he also remembers quite well that I pointed straight up on the shelf for the nurse doctor kit and like, who would have thought I would honestly end up being like turning out into a great nursing career. But I don't think that was the only thing I wanted to do because you know, times changed and I always wanted to do, you know, become one of the top judges or become like justice of the Supreme court. But what ended up happening was my passion for helping people was always at the back of my mind. Mm -hmm. And I remember taking a biology class back in high school, and it just intrigued me. I was very intrigued about the possibility of what is and about the unknown and what could be more, what we can do in in the medical profession or even just in, in, in research. And I just kind of expanded off from there. So I ended up going to University of Toronto. I went to Scarborough campus. Um I was in the cell molecular field. I liked it. It was really interesting, but then my mind was more focused in neurosciences. Um, more like mental health, addictions, neurochemistry, um and neuropsychology. I did uh, a specialist in that in neuroscience and then I ended up doing a few minors along with it because I really like to have a a a really wide sense of knowledge and just, you know, some of the fun stuff aside from just the sciences as well. So I did a minor in environmental sciences, religious studies, and in Latin American uh, cultures and and languages. And I thought to myself when I graduated, I said, "Okay, I've got it all, but now I need to apply more of it. So for about a year after I graduated from U of T Scarborough, I was working as a VP uh, liaison for a business firm. And I mean, it was a great opportunity because you don't usually get those type of opportunities as soon as you graduate from university or college. And it was a great, it was great. And, you know, you had like, you know, your office, your desk, and of course it had the great fixed hours and everything. But I just didn't feel I was doing what I wanted to do. I I just felt like I wasn't feeling accomplished. I felt like I didn't have that great self of sense of uh, achievement inside myself. So I thought, okay, so what am I going to do? So I ended up going to Michener U of T and that's where I ended up specializing in respiratory therapy. So that was a great experience. Like that was amazing because, you know, you were actually helping people more on an advanced level. You were, you know, trained to put in breathing tubes. You were trained in putting uh, and setting up ventilators and all sorts of fantastic stuff. And that was great. But at the end of that, I was like, okay, so that that was awesome. And I can do this. And I've even had some practice rotations and everything, but I I really feel like I, I can give more of myself out there. I really know I can, and I need, I know I have skills and I know I can, I want something more challenging. Like I need something more to, to not make myself only feel accomplished and, and gain more of those skills, but I want a great sense of self. I wanted to satisfy my soul. I wanted to feel that fullness, that wholeness to say, okay, I really made a difference in this world or I made a difference in someone's life, whether it was big or small. And always at the back of my mind was like, hmm, I always thought about nursing. I don't know why. I think it was just something that, you know, is just so not only well-known, but it it was just so different from so many other professions. It's multifaceted. It's, you know, the versatility, you can do so much with it. You can expand. So I went um, to Ryerson and I did the four-year program with Ryerson. I instantly fell in love with it. I really loved it. It was amazing. It was great. I mean, it was hard because similar to respiratory therapy, you had to go to class. You had to go to your clinicals if you had a part-time job, which I did. Um, and of course, you had to make sure you were caught up with all your studying. And of course, you know, you had your exams and all of, all your other priorities and everything but it was just amazing. Like it was an amazing experience and I I just really fell in love with it. And afterwards, when I graduated, um, I had a background in neuroscience and I really wanted to get into, you know, neuroscience nursing. So it could have been like research nursing or, you know, helping individuals that had just suffered um, neurological impairments due to accidents or traumas or any injuries. So like stroke, motor vehicle accidents, any paralysis, mental health, addictions, all that kind of stuff, because I had that prior background in neuroscience. But amazingly enough, like I, I loved it all. But while I was in nursing school, I worked uh, in a cardiology firm and I had already had the experience while in nursing school being exposed to patients at a job, at a part-time job but also having some of the other skills like drawing blood, doing electrocardiograms and things like that. And cardiology was kind of like my new love, my new passion for it. And um, I just thought, okay, well, I have all the experience and the skills. So now I need to go and get certified. So, you know, you had to make sure you had to get your CPR. You had to make sure that you had your advanced life support and things like that, because this is what jobs were looking for, right? You had critically ill patients with heart problems. Anything could go down south. You needed to have those certifications, and so I became very persistent. And I just applied everywhere. So I mean, you obviously had to study for your licensing exam first, get your registered nurse license, and then you could start applying to say, "I here you go, I'm I'm the registered nurse you're looking for." So I applied, and then uh, I actually worked a very a varied number of roles as a registered nurse. I did community, I did fertility. I did OR, um, I did cardiology, um, CCU. So the cardiac care unit uh, had a bit of exposure in the cath lab. So that's where if someone's having a heart attack, they play stents um, you know, a lot of that exposure and it was, and it was great, you know, family medicine, all these different types of roles as a nurse. But then I thought to myself going into about almost a year after I thought, okay, so I've had all this amazing experience. Like, this is great. Like, I've had all this amazing experience within, like, about a year. And I thought to myself, I thought, okay, well, I've always told myself I love a challenge. I love challenges, and I want myself to be challenged. So how can I do that? and i thought well i want to learn more and i want to do more with myself but i also want to do more for people i want to give back to people i want to give back to the community how else can i do this and so when you specialize in one form of nursing you're kind of with that one specialty uh you have the exposure with other types of uh you know illnesses and chronic illnesses and diseases and so forth but it was it's different when you when you go into a role where you're exposed to almost anything and everything and you have to be ready for any type of thing. And so, I mean, I've had my previous exposure when I did respiratory therapy and I thought, you know what? I don't know why I didn't think of this before. Why didn't I just go into emergency and trauma? So I sat down, I had a good talk with myself, that reality check talk, that check-in talk to say, okay, girl, what do you want to do with yourself? Come on now. And I applied and I thought, okay, I don't know if this is going to actually happen or not, but I got a call for an interview, several of them. And I took my pick and I said, okay, you know what? I went to the interviews. I aced my interviews, which was amazing. And I thought, okay, well, now it's time for, you know, putting my skills into action. And I'd say within about three months, I was immediately placed into a resuscitation trauma area. Because I had just worked so hard and and had so much dedication towards my patients in non-urgent areas, in acute areas, that it was now time to really put those skills to the test in a really challenging area. And that area would be more like for anyone that comes in with a cardiac arrest or anyone that's just really on the verge of death, critically ill patients, more like, you know, they have to go to the ICU intensive care unit um, type of a patient. So, and you know what? And I think ever since then, I've just, it's, it's stuck with me now. I would say it was my, it was the best decision of my life. Um, It's been the greatest cup of tea I've had. And I'm just with it ever since then. And now it's come to a point where I can just immediately triage patients and say, okay, you go here, you can go there. Um, to helping with uh, running an emergency department, busy emergency departments, to even running COVID-19 assessment centers. So that's pretty much the journey. And this is where I am right now.
0: Well, that's an amazing story. So first of all, uh, thank you for being on the front line and helping keep. Uh, a lot of us safe there and uh, yeah I'd I'd love to take people back a little bit in terms of like figuring out because there's a lot there a lot of amazing accomplishments uh, and a lot to unpack along the way but I'd love if you can kind of take us back uh, all the way down well maybe past uh, the, the toy store, <laughs> but uh, having thought about, okay, you mentioned to your dad that that he even remembers that, that you pick kind of that doctor nursing kit there. And you mentioned that you had an interest in kind of biology uh, there as well. So what was the kind of like thinking and decisioning process uh, for, for like undergrad? So, so going from grade 12, if you can recall uh, thinking about, okay, how do I pick the school? What are th- some things to think about as I pick my school? And what are some of the things that you uh, should have thought about <laughs> when, when you were thinking about that? Well, obviously, th- there was a whole bunch of different things that along the way. and You might not have been able to be privy to like, well, I want to go down this way, that way. But just how much did stuff like uh, justice of the piece or whatever factor into your decision? Uh, but yeah, going back to like, h- how did you make your decision going from high school to, to university If we if we start there?
1: Well, when I had first started high school, my mind had already been set that I wanted to become one of the women that would make a change in as a justice of the peace in a Supreme court. Wow. That was, that was my decision. And like I stated earlier, I got exposed into the sciences and it was great. I mean, it was very challenging and tough, but it was great. And I didn't realize that, you know what, this is what I actually need. So when the time came at the, at the time it was, When a lot of the curriculum was starting to change, I thought to myself, okay, so a lot of people are deciding to take some English literature classes, and some people are taking this and that. And I wanted to keep myself open to a lot of opportunities as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But I thought, what do I really like? And I, I just had to clear my thoughts and say, okay, what do you really like? Like, you like law, but what do you really love? because you got to love it. Mm. You got to love it. Not just like it. You got to love it. And you got to love it deep in your gut. So when I thought about it, I said, well, I've had quite an interest in biological and chemical and physical sciences. So I think what I'll do is I'll take some science courses in grade 11 and 12. So, you know, you had the chemistry, the biology, the physics and all those courses and everything. And, um, I really loved it. Like, there were things where they had those little, you know, those extra boxes in the textbooks where they would talk about diagnoses and really getting into, like, you know, human bio and things like that. I'm like, okay, so this is what I really like. And there were parts of, you know, those science textbooks that always talked about, you know, research and vaccines and things like that. And that was kind of like an interest of mine as well. And I said, okay, so I guess science is it is. And when the time came to apply for university slash college, um, I thought to myself, okay, so what program do I want? And I thought, okay, well, you know, everyone's going to go into general life sciences in the first year, but my decision was at the time that I wanted to do research. Like Mm -hmm. I wanted to do, I wanted to do cancer research. I wanted to, I wanted to be a researcher for cancer. And in terms of picking schools I mean, I had always had the thought of, you know, if I went somewhere else in a different country, like, you know, maybe I could do something great in like Africa, like, you know, I could go to Cape Town, and maybe, you know, work with uh, the Department of Medicine there, or, you know, go to like Singapore, or Australia, like, you know, having these visions of the future, I mean, which could which could be at any time, don't get me wrong, it can it can happen at any time in your life. It doesn't have to be, you know, while you're in high school, or when you're still in your 20s, you can still chase your dreams in your 30s and your 40s, it doesn't matter. But you know, I had these visions of like, okay, I could do this and that. And I still have those, I still have those ideas in my mind, you know, to, to make that difference as well. Um, but going back to picking the schools, um, you know, there were some, Great things about a lot of the universities here in Ontario. Um, For example, um, you know, University of Toronto, well-known school, great for its research, has faculty of medicine, has Bloomberg School of Nursing, has this, has that. Um, Similarly, McMaster, um, Ryerson, all these different schools had these options. Now, um, the other factors were... Of course, cost, um, because, you know, school is not very cheap. School is expensive. Right. Um, and also uh, in terms of convenience, in terms of travel. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like a- along with the cost, you know, if I had to go live on residence, you have to pay for residence fees, you have to pay for this and you have to pay for that. And I had to make a decision. And I remember sitting there and I had my letters all lined out, all my acceptance letters. And I thought to myself, okay. Okay. So I have to think about what's best for me at this time. And then I thought, okay, well, you know, if one school doesn't work out, I could always switch to a different school. It's possible. It happens. I've seen it happen to a lot of people too. Mm-hmm. And I just really thought to myself that U of T was the school of my choice. Because like I said, they had the opportunities for research and for you to, you know, grow, have potential opportunity um so that's why i chose u of t when i did my first degree cool
0: And from there, I think you said you did a bunch of uh, different minors, like religious studies and some other ones that don't seem naturally related to kind of neuroscience or becoming a nurse or whatever. So walk us through a little bit about how how that happened. And then you you ended up graduating and getting a job in in business. So that seems a little bit uh, different as well. So uh, I'd love it if you kind of walk us through the the process of like in school, like uh, furthering your education, getting a little bit more breadth in there and then and getting into the, the business side. Uh, was it like like a derailment of, of the, the uh, trajectory to kind of nursing and medicine or was there something else at play? Because it, it's a kind of a curious little um, different direction that you went into.
1: Well, um, okay, so going into the, the business role, was something I I wanted to to see what a different aspect would be like after graduation. So I mean, you know, everyone applied everywhere. Um, Some people, even after graduation, were still trying to make decisions, as so was I, as so was I. So I had applied to several places, and they had this great opportunity. And I thought, okay, you know what, I think I'll take it and see where my interest takes me. Because, you know, I have a great love for science, but maybe that can be intertwined in a business aspect as well. Like, you know, I want to help people, but how can we also, like, say, for instance, if we have a great form of research, like a great project available, how can we tailor this to clients? How can we really get it out there? And so I just wanted something different. You know, I, I guess it was a bit of a break, but it was also a time for me to really think what I wanted to do. And it, like I said, it didn't take too long. I mean, like I said, it was a great opportunity, but it didn't take me too long to say, okay, no, your real love is science and, and nursing and humanity and medicine. This is where you really belong. And, you know, it was a great, like I said, it was a great role, but I knew at the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, I think this is where I really belong. And so afterwards, that's why I made the decision to you know, try something more advanced. Do respiratory therapy. Get into nursing. Now, in terms of the other minors that I had, you're probably wondering, okay, whoa, like she's got a specialist in neuroscience, but like, where did these little <laughs> minors come from?
0: <laughs> exactly. Well,
1: <laughs> you know, I, 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 I don't always believe that you should be constantly just stuck with one thing, and I shouldn't even say the the word stuck. You shouldn't really be focus constantly on one thing. And it's great to have a, you know, for a passion for just science and for just medicine and slash nursing and, and whatever it is, but you need to kind of broaden your horizons. I've always loved cultures. I've always loved, you know, people getting to know about different practices. And, you know, if I, and I told myself I was, if I was going to go to, you know, Latin America, or the Caribbean, or like I said, Africa, Australia, China, Singapore, any country in the world, you have to be, you know, you you have to have the cultural competence. You have to be able to accommodate. You can't just stick with what we believe in is Western medicine. You need to also look at the Eastern medicine aspect of things too, and alternative medicine. And, you know, you need to look at different cultures too. You can't just stay, you know, with one mindset, you have to have, you have to be broad. You have to open up your horizons. You gotta really look beyond what's just there. You gotta look outside the box. So, you know, I learned some languages alongside with it. And I guess the environmental science aspect was more like, okay, how can that impact health? If I looked at it as a healthcare professional, how can the environment impact our health? right? So, um, you know, for example, this pandemic is one example. Um, If there's people that have mercury in their drinking water is another thing that can lead to a lot of chronic illnesses. Um, And the religious studies aspect is more like a personal interest of mine, because I've always been someone that is very um, deep into spirituality. So I just kind of wanted to really open myself up to say, okay, well, you know, this is who I am. And, Who are the other people out there? Because when you go to college and university, you meet more than what you've been exposed to in high school. You meet people around the entire world and it's awesome. It's really awesome when you get out there. So that's pretty much my story on those two.
0: I think that that's great. So what I was trying to figure out is, is like, what's, what was the, um, kind of trajectory, right? Because a lot of folks will use, uh, university for that kind of exploratory time where, uh, I mean, they're, they're not in the working world. They're able to, to, uh, tackle a whole bunch of different things, which, which I recommend folks to do. So if they're interested in, uh, science as, as, as a starting point, anchor yourself there. But there are so many other parts of the world that, uh, you, you should experiment with <laughs> and learn right. a little bit more, discover. And, um, uh, so I'm, I'm hearing a lot of that, um, and then for, for in terms of going into kind of the business world, it was just kind of like, you know what, let me try that because it does seem interesting. That does seem like something. But, but having gone through that, it's kind of like, yeah, this is not right for me. And and then that allowed you to kind of double down <laughs> based on uh, your, your uh, experience there kind of say no you know what i'm i'm pretty sure sh- sure i'm 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 going to be in a healthcare setting or something like that so yeah i think that's a lot of great uh, in- information that you shared and we'd we'll love to maybe in a future episode talk a little bit more about uh, your journey into kind of nursing because th- this is obviously just kind of one step <laughs> in the process but i'd love to hear um b- before we end this off like what are some of the um, kind of uh, the stuff that you wish you knew earlier like within the kind of um University type time frame, um, or maybe high school or, or anything around there. And then, uh, what are some of the, the future goals and aspirations that you might have as well?
1: So, in terms of my future goals and aspirations, I feel like I've accomplished a lot so far. Um, that isn't needless to say that, you know, what could be more out there, that's always the possibility. Mm-hmm. But I can't really predict the future. So I would say only time will tell about the future. So when I, when I know, I'll let you know.
0: (laughs) Keep us in suspense for a little bit. Yep. (laughs) That's good. I don't,
1: I can't say right now because only time will tell about the future. So I don't, I I can't really comment on that right now. Um, In terms of my Swikey, my stuff I wish I knew before going into university, or I would say, yeah, I guess before university would be like, I wish I didn't stress out about the little things. Hmm. I had stressed out so much about the littlest things. I I was young when I look back at myself now and then. I was like, why did I stress out about such little things? It's it's not even necessary.
0: Can, can you share an example or like a detail that you're okay with sharing? <laughs>
1: Sure. It's just, it's, it's going to be a bit of a think though, because it's been so long. It's been a really long time actually. Um, I think it was just stressing about tests, you know, oh my God, I have an upcoming test in chemistry and oh my God, like, you know, I have to make sure that I submit this application by this time. And oh my God, I've got like three assignments to do in the week. I wish that I had just, um, given myself a breather, and just really say to myself if I could talk to my 18 year old self again many years back I would say you got this just chill (laughs) just chill you got this um the other thing I probably wish I knew was that I wish that uh I had made more connections so if I had a mentor, I would say more connections with mentors in, um, in universities, because I think that would have given me more insight to say, okay, so, you know, this is what's expected of in university, you know, because even the time came to pick courses when you had to make your course calendar, that even had stressed me out a bit. And I'm like, oh gosh, so what do I take? What is this? Like, they handed you a book. And they said, okay, so if you plan to specialize in this, you need to take five of these courses, and they have to take part two in second semester. And now it's a trimester system, and it's this and that. And like, this overload of information would just make anyone confused, especially because you're changing your life, and you're changing your mentality, and your in your thought perspective from someone who just came fresh from high school, who's immediately being placed into a university setting. It's like, okay, real ball game starts now. Like, you know, real ball game starts now. (laughs) Let's go. So I wish that I had like a mentor or like exposure to a few connections to say, Hey, okay, so let's sit down and let's talk here. So, you know, there's nothing for you to worry about. You know, you don't need to pick a major. You don't need to, you know, confirm your major, your specialist right now. Just, you know, relax, take a few of these courses and see what you like. And you'll just take it from there.
0: That's amazing. I think that's a, a great place to end uh, this episode. And uh, I'm sure we'll get into more topics and uh, would love to get into the, the topic of mentorship and, and more <laughs> advice and so like for other folks that, that are getting into uh, nursing or just uh, other people interested in some of the stuff that you're doing. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll end it off here. And thanks everyone for joining us and uh, we'll connect with Aram again in a future episode.